Welcome to another week of the Sports Talk Club. Coming up on this podcast, Schlappy and I are going to share our top picks for the week. Of our top five picks last week, we went 2-0 on games where we both had the same pick. This week, we have the same double, so it's definitely a good one to listen to. Later in the pod, we talk through Christmas traditions and a bit of a surprise as to what Schlappy is going to get his one-year-old. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Travis. Hello. Good evening. Hey, hey, good evening. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. It's always a good week when uh, when I beat you. So, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my first losing week in five weeks. It's been a while. Oh, man. Has it been that long? Well, it's my fault for taking the Jets. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb, man. You, you should have uh, pushed harder on that one. Good. You and your jets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know that that one, they just weren't going to show up. And two, I wasn't expecting Zach Wilson to uh, be concussed on the first play of the game. Oh, or I guess the on. third play of the game. <laughs> come on. Even if he played, they were not going to cover that. That's true. Yeah. I mean, the the way that the energy that the Dolphins had, it was no match for the Jets. Yeah, that was not happening. I, I think Aaron Rodgers must have fired his team up to say, hey, guys, t- take one for the team this time. Don't go out with any energy. I don't, I don't want to be coming in late this season. I've seen you guys play. <laughs> he, like, anti-fired them up. That could have happened, or the Jets just stink. Yeah, it's probably more <laughs> the latter. <laughs> which I'm trying to tell you this whole year, but you still take them sometimes. I still think actually, yeah, I'm not on the positive with them this year. Am I? Cause I was like, I think I was even in my picks this year with yeah. them. Yeah. I think last and then th- this last week using them as a double, yeah. that, that was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I will tell you what, something. The jets do not show up in my picks this week. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought it was an okay week of football. I mean, um, th- there were some surprises. The Bills crushed the Cowboys. Yeah, that was um, a surprise. That ruined my teaser, yeah. The Raiders ran up the score like crazy on the Chargers. Yeah, that was crazy, yeah. I think I saw something like that. That coach had uh, maybe his high school team or something ran up the score to like ninety-two points. I think in there was football. Wow. Yeah, something like that. And in high school, I don't know. So they're like, you know, he he might just keep it going. I, I was hoping it. I was hoping. Like I actually wasn't even going to watch that game. I was going to be like, this game is a dud. Um, I'd rather just save my Thursday night for something else. And then. Um, I think I just kind of turned it on for a second and I was like, whoa, it, it's getting out of hand. And then it was almost like trying to see how high can they get it to go. Hmm. So I was hoping they'd get to like 80. But anyway. Yeah, trying to outdo the Dolphins that got 70. So. Yeah. I, do you think that's going to happen more in the future? Like just these large like point scoring games or Uh, is this more of an anomaly? Well, I don't know. I'd say anomaly. I mean, I guess the rules are favoring the offense more and more, so it could happen, but there's not really a motivation. I think that Miami game was, you know, there were some defensive touchdowns and I don't know if they scored most of the points in the first half. I don't think people let up in the first half, but yeah, they let up in the second half. And so if someone scores 50 points and a half, I mean, such is life. Uh, it could happen again. I don't think it could become a trend. Hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't think it'll become a trend. Um, 
but I do think, I mean, now we've had two games above 60 this year. Yeah. So I wonder if that might become more the norm with that favoring offenses. Like maybe we'll see more two to three 60 point games every year. And then before you know it, two to three 70 point games, but probably not. I, I feel like even when I watch football, sometimes I'm just like, there's not enough time. Like even, I don't know if you watch it in the fourth quarter and you're looking at the clock and just, it's just going and you're like, man, I wish they could get like three or four more possessions in, but there's six minutes left and each team's only going to have the ball maybe twice, max one, you know, like maybe once max twice. I mean, there was that one drive, I think earlier this year, who was, I thought the chiefs were playing somebody and whatever team they were playing, or maybe it was the chiefs. There was like six or seven minutes left on the clock and they just ate at the clock and just never got the ball back. Was that, maybe that was when the chiefs played the jets where there was like six or seven minutes left in the fourth and they were just able to get that clock all the way down to the end. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I wonder if it will become more, it'll happen more often, but yeah, I, I guess I don't think, I don't think it'll become super common, but maybe we'll see more 60 point games in the future where it's not out of the norm. I mean, both much. of these, I think, had multiple defensive or special teams touchdowns, right? That to get that many points, you need to score couple of your touchdowns in 10 seconds or less and uh yeah that can happen but it doesn't happen very frequently where you get multiple defensive or special teams touchdowns do you think that there's been more defensive touchdowns this year than in previous years i haven't looked that up i have no idea i would say it seems like defenses in fantasy football are scoring more could be i don't know i haven't looked into it like your brother had the Cowboys on his team. And I don't know what they've averaged, but it seemed like for the first three quarters of the season, they had, um, or three-fourths of the season, they had averaged like five or six more points than the next closest team. Like it seems like defenses matter more. I actually, I dropped the Dolphins, my the defense, because I saw that they were playing – I think the Cowboys this week and then they play the Ravens next week. I'm like, Oh, there's no way I'm going to play in the playoffs. Um, and then I saw the team that you played had picked them up. <laughs> I, I felt a little bad, but at the same time, I guess anyone could have picked them up, but they ended up scoring like 22 points and it could have made a major impact to whoever won. I mean, your team just didn't show up at all, yeah. but <laughs> But I feel like defenses in fantasy football are having a bigger impact. Like it, it appears that defenses are scoring more than past years. Like in the past years, it'd be like, okay, well, I'll just pick up this defense or this kicker. It was more of an afterthought. Yeah, it could be. You're right. I never really think about defense much in fantasy football. Besides that one year that the Patriots were scoring 15, 20 points a game. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm not sure. If it's just uh, this year or if it's just going to average this year. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, I do have a few questions, but maybe I'll save them after the picks because they kind of tie into the picks. Any other thoughts from this week, though? Week 15, this last week? Uh, we went 2-0 and on the same picks. We both had the Bucks and the Rams, and they came through for us. We did. Yeah, I did see that. So like now... I felt like group think the week before hurt us and it wasn't group think this week. It was thinking separately, but then agreeing. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll just call it whatever we need to call it. Depending <laughs> yeah, yeah. on what the I Check the are. box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. We did go two and zero. Yeah. So we're eight and four altogether when we pick the same teams. And then my, total is 44 and 31 at 59 percent and you're 41 and 34 at 55 percent so you're three games behind and we got three weeks left so you can make it up but not if i go four and one every week yeah (laughs) 
But if I don't choose the Jets, then my probability of catching up is a lot higher. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and then overall, I think I I got ten and you got six this last week oh, for yeah. the I, CBS I, and Pro Pickup. Yeah. I, I extended my lead. I gave myself a little bit of cushion. You did. I was catching up, and now I just uh, went behind again. So now I'm six games behind you when we pick all the games. That doesn't matter as much, but but still. All right. Well, we're coming down, coming down to the last couple of weeks. Do you want yeah. to uh, start us off? All right. I have the Bengals minus two and a half. Uh, do you have this one? I don't. I thought about putting this one, but I do not. I could give you my feedback in a minute, but let's hear. Why did you take the Bengals? Well, you should have this one. Pittsburgh stinks. The Bengals aren't as bad as I thought they would be with a backup quarterback. Seems to be playing just fine. This is more a bet against Pittsburgh. I think they stink. I think the Bengals can win by a field goal. So I'll do it minus two and a half. Yeah, I mean, not, nothing against that. I, I think I do have the Bengals in my pro pick. Um, I The one concern I did have about the Bengals, I watched pretty much that whole game, and it just seemed like, I mean, they should have lost, I felt like, multiple times throughout the game, but they, they didn't. So props to them for that. Uh, I would say that, did you see that catch by T. Higgins? Yeah, it was nice. I'd have to say that that's probably got to be like a top 10, de- definitely a top five catch the season and top 10 catch in the last 10 years. Like just the thought of catching it, falling back, getting your feet planted and sticking your arm out over all doing that. Like I, like when I play catch, like sand football, I just have a hard time catching it, turning it around. Here he caught it, turned, and put his arm over. It you see the defender, and like the defender looks stunned, like the other guy. Yeah. It, it was like it, it like watching it, like the replay, he's he's appearing the defender, the other defender, not the one guarding T. Higgins, was like putting his hands up almost in celebration that it was picked. And then noticing it appeared that T. Higgins, oh, d- did catch the ball. And then all of a sudden, it was like this, oh, wow, he just scored a touchdown. It was like a bang, bang, bang. But, yeah, no no props to him for that. But I, I just didn't, I didn't feel great about Cincinnati. I, I, I felt like they, they snuck out the win. I mean, it was well-deserved. I mean, they played much better in the second half. Um, but, yeah, I felt like Minnesota should have won that game. I oh. felt like Minnesota just threw it out. Oh yeah, they they definitely should have. Um, like it was, it was like third I, and one on the on the the Cincinnati forty, and they, they just did the same quarterback sneak that didn't work two times in a row. It, it was just weird. All they needed to get was five yards, take a field goal, they would have won the game. Yeah, for sure. But you know gambling isn't all about wins and losses like yes the vikings should have won that game how many points are the steelers going to score this week with mitch trubisky mm-hmm. at quarterback yeah well i did see um yeah that's true he probably will be at what, the home. Like i think points? i saw kenny pickett might might be coming back either one what how many points are they scoring with kenny pickett uh, yeah, I don't know. What What is the over-under on this game? I don't know, but they're going to score 10 or 13 or less points with either of those quarterbacks. And so Bengals' last three games, 34, 34, 27, you know, they're going to score at least 15 to 20 points here. I know the Steelers have a good defense, but I don't trust the Steelers' offense to get more than like 10 points. So I guess that's why I'm doing this. That's even, true. Even, even though, yes, the, they, they should have lost to the Vikings last week. <clears throat> if they had lost to the Vikings, would this still be Bengals plus two and a half? Or would it, oh yeah, Bengals minus two and a half? No, or do you think be, it'd be like minus one and a half or something? And and I'd still take it. 
Um, so Steelers average 15.9 points a game. They give up 20 yeah, okay. yards per game, 287. Obviously, yeah, that's not good. But get the strength of schedule so far this year. Oh, Bengals third, Steelers 28th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not, nothing to say there. It doesn't make it in my top, but, yeah, I do have the Bengals. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Uh, Jags, Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks minus a half point. All right. Does this show up in yours? So, I guess my thing for the Bucks. So, first time anyone's ever recorded a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field. So, props to Baker Mayfield. Honestly, I don't think he's as bad as a quarterback as he had that that they gave him crap for a couple of years ago. I, I think he's a, he's a decent. I think he's middle of the road. I don't think he's like a top five, maybe not yet a top ten, but I don't think he's I don't think he's a bottom fifteen. Anyway, Jags actually are five and one on the road, which has me a little worried. Though still, in, this game's in Florida, so um, but. Um, they've lost three in a row. Interestingly, I mean, both teams sit at the top of their division. They're both tied. So they both are really trying to win this division. And this is interesting. Both teams actually have a point differential season to date of plus six points. Or mm-hmm. plus six, yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. So they're they're pretty much, I know one's seven seven, the other one's eight six, but I mean they're almost the same. I'm going to take the Bucks. I feel like they're they had this good win against the uh, the Packers. I know we talked about this last week. They came up and uh, this one came up in our picks, right? I, I know it came up mine, where it was kind of like I felt like they were similar to the Packers, and I was like, oh, I'll just take the better team. Going to do the same thing, same thing this week. So taking the Bucks minus zero point five. Yeah, I like that. I think I took Bucks and Pro Pick'em. They don't show up in my top five, but I agree with this. I think the Jags are trending down, so I think that's good. So what do you got for number two? Uh, Going back to the well, this is the third week in a row. I'm going Colts. So All right. two weeks ago, they lost it for me. Last week, they were part of my teaser. They won comfortably, but the Cowboys failed. I'm going again. I mean, it's minus two and a half, so it always helps when you're listed a field goal. Um, I just think they're better than the Falcons. I think the Falcons are bad. I think the Falcons are, yeah, like the Steelers, I've been saying every week, these teams are only going to score 10 or 13 points, and in Gardner Minshew, we trust he'll get him to, uh, you know, 20 points. So there we go. Colts beat Atlanta. All right. I like it. Um, Colts four and one against the spread last five games, five and two against the spread away games. Yeah. I, I feel the Colts, the thing, the interesting thing about this game though. So Colts minus two and a half, right. Pro pick them. The line is now Colts plus one because I guess they're going to bench Desmond Ritter. It's Colts plus one because they're benching. Yeah, so you're losing three and a half points. Well, who's the back? Oh, Heineke. So they're saying Heineke is much better than Ritter. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I agree. These uh, Next year we got to do something different. These lines are stale when we use it. I would still take the Colts plus one. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess... Even though it's Heineke, I'll still take the Colts minus two and a half. Yeah, if you'll take a minus two and a half, you're going to take a plus one. Yeah. Um, Um, All right. Yeah. No, I had a nice win. It seems like they're trending up. Kind of similar thing with the Bucks and the Jags. Colts trending up. Falcons trending down. Go with the hotter team. Take the Colts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Next one for me. I'm doing a teaser. So I got Bills at Chargers and Browns at Texans. So Bills minus five and a half against the Chargers on the road. And then Browns plus eight and a half um, against the Texans. 
And I guess real quick with this, Bill's fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, since they're embarrassing loss to the Broncos, which I know they only lost by two, but they should have still won that game. They beat the Jets easily. Lost at the Eagles, which they should have won, but they lost the three in overtime. They beat the Chiefs on the road, and then they just crushed the Cowboys at home. And with Josh Allen only throwing for 94 yards. Chargers are banged up. I don't even know if Keenan Allen's going to play. He's had a bad heel. Um, obviously, they were embarrassed against the, the Raiders. I know that their coach is now fired, so maybe they'll have some sort of uh, some sort of boost, I guess, coming from that, which is why I was a little uh, hesitant to take them straight in points. But I'm comfortable taking the Bills minus five and a half. And then the Browns, um, similarly, I, I, CJ Stroud, I think he's doubtful for this week. It's, I feel like the Browns have been trending well. And I think Joe Flacco might be hurt, but he's got a bunch of contract incentives to make it to the playoffs and win a playoff game. So I think he's looking for that bonus. I just think the Browns are the better team. And then if you're going to give me over a touchdown, I'll take them. So taking the Browns here, plus eight and a half. Yeah, I like both of these legs. I think that's good. I also have the Bills on a teaser and... I agree. The Bills are back, baby. So, Bills are back. They should. They should. Um, they should have. How many times have we said that this year? Well, we've said it for the Niners a lot. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, they should handle the Chargers easily. So, I'll just go into my pick, which is Bills minus five and a half. But the other leg of my teaser is the Broncos minus a half. Okay. Um, you know. Tell me why the Broncos. Well. It's, they just got embarrassed yeah, against Detroit. But they're playing the Patriots. And the uh, there's more a bet against the Patriots. The Patriots are terrible. Broncos still fighting for a playoff spot. Patriots fighting for Caleb Williams. Um, you know, so we'll take the Broncos at home here to just win the game. Mine is a half a point. Is anyone going to watch that game? The Pats at the Broncos. It's no, Sunday night at no. eight fifteen Eastern. It's on NFL Network. Yeah, Christmas Eve. No one's watching that. I'm actually on the schedule. I'm looking at it. Shows ticket prices. These uh-huh. ticket prices are all super low. It's like twenty one dollars for Colts versus Falcons. Twelve dollars for Washington versus the Jets. You know, they're all between 20 and like $41. The only expensive game, or I said the only normally priced game, is Miami-Dallas, which is uh, 240 bucks on Sunday afternoon. Everything else is dirt cheap. I mean, yeah, it's Christmas Eve. People, I guess people are going to watch it on TV, but they're not going to want to go to the game on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be a good football week, but yeah, definitely not one that you're going to want to go to. Yeah. Like... It's interesting. I know this is a side tangent, but I always felt like, I know we talked about this in a previous podcast, Christmas day being like NBA's day. It's like their kickoff. And it'll be interesting with, there's some good football games, especially that Ravens 49ers game. I wonder how many people are going to watch football or watch basketball over football. Oh, I don't think many. I mean, football's way more popular, and basketball, it's one out of 82. Like, the Ravens-Niners game actually matters. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, so many picks have we gone through? Three? I'm through three. You need to get your third out. I got to get my third. So, um, so, yeah, I've got two left. I'm, I'm trying to figure out which one's my double, but um, I'm just going to go with it here. So my double, I am going to take the 49ers minus five and a half against the Ravens. So NFL MVP right now, Brock Purdy. Oh, sorry. I'm, I jumped to my double. Wow. I just jumped to my double. That's so I'm doing double. I'll go back to the single. I'm taking Brock Purdy is obviously the favorite minus 200 McCaffrey plus 1,200, Lamar plus 500. So, I mean, three of the top most exciting players playing this game. I mean, 
I got to go with the MVP. I think he's going to want to show up. And I mean, this, like, the reason why I bring the odds up is because I feel like whoever wins this game is more than like, more likely than not going to get the MVP. I know it's like, you know, all this stuff happens throughout the year, but I think the race is so close. But I think if Lamar comes in, shows up, and just like dominates the 49ers, I think it's one of those games that really pushes them over and he gets the MVP. So I think Brock Purdy's not going to want that to happen. I don't think the 49ers defense is going to want that to happen. I could be wrong, but I feel like the 49ers do have a little bit of a hard time playing against these dual threat uh, quarterbacks, which I do have a question about that later. I don't want to sidetrack this conversation, but I just feel like the defense is going to say, Hey, let's come out when this one for Brock Purdy defense is already good, but I think they're going to be extra good for this one. It's in San Francisco. It's Sunday or it's Christmas evening. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm taking the, the 49ers. They haven't let me down yet. I'm hoping they're not going to let me down on Christmas. Niners are back, baby. Niners are back <laughs> for like, they've been back for five weeks now. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, yeah, I, I have the same logic, same everything, and it's also my double. I wow, so we're like double double on this. Yeah, yeah, for you. <laughs> that was a really dumb comment. I mean, double double. Wow, well, we're double double. I feel like I'm like watching one of those Disney uh, movies. Double double in the ice cream shake. That was anyway. So you got the exact same double. Yeah, we got four units riding on the Niners this week. Um, wow i regret let's go not i can't catch up though (laughs) (laughs) i regret not putting the niners in more of my picks the previous weeks and uh just decided to not be scared off by the five and a half similar stuff as you're saying and they're at home and i I think i'm just gonna go niners until well if it's niners less than a touchdown i think i just gotta take them until you know they 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 lose because they are very good and very hot. So even though it's Lamar, my boy, I'll have to go for Niners minus five and a half. Yeah. I So I was looking at like the previous scores and I mean, the Seattle one, the 28, 16, that was 12 points. Other than that, I mean, they've all their games have been, well, I guess Tampa was 13, but like their games are, 10 at least 10 plus 12 plus dating back their three without Debo and then you go earlier than that and the the only close game was really the Rams mm-hmm. so yeah I mean with Debo they're they're gonna win by a TD so the, the other thing interesting about this game uh, maybe I'll ask you this as a quiz do you know when was the last time this late in a season that the top two teams played each other, like with the two best records? Oh, I don't know. Did you look it up? But yeah, I did look it up. What is it? 1993, so 30 years ago. Okay. Meaning, top two meaning, like, I guess, the two best records. Yeah. Yeah, two best records. Because there's been good team, you know, really good top five teams, I guess. But you're, yeah, the very exclusively top two teams. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is like, I'm not saying this is the Super Bowl, obviously, but this could be. It could be, but I don't think it is. I mean, the AFC is a hot mess. I don't think Baltimore makes it all the way through. I mean, it could, though. They could. I don't think so either. In fact, on that note, I'll ask you the question Can you win a Super Bowl with a dual threat quarterback? Oh yeah. I mean, do you the, know the, the last time a dual threat quarterback won the Super Bowl? No, but there's been crappy quarterbacks win a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer, true. Nick Foles, or you know, true. Lamar's better than both of those guys. I don't care. Yeah, for sure. I think Lamar could. Uh, when, um, what is it? I though? think so. I I was going back. I think Seattle. 2014, when Russell Wilson beat the Broncos 43-8, I would say he was more of a dual threat quarterback then. Um, obviously, you know, he's kind of changed. But I guess the true true dual threat, you have to go back all the way to um, Steve Young, 1995. 
19 oh you're calling steve young a dual threat i mean yeah. i thought he was dual threat i think he was one of the original dual threats right yeah okay so 95 huh? well no russell wilson counts yeah yeah, yeah. R- russell wilson and then you'd have to go back because yeah i would say russell wilson definitely was dual threat at the time um but yeah it's kind of interesting i feel like we've had some really good dual threat quarterbacks I feel like careers for dual threat quarterbacks, though, don't last as long. One, I'm sure they get hit a lot. But two, I feel like when defenses figure them out, they're not as, um, yeah, maybe not as effective. Watching Lamar, though, it was just crazy watching him against the Jags and some of the things he was able to do. Yeah, I was going to say Lamar is a – he ain't your typical dual threat quarterback. He's he's better than most of the previous ones. Yeah. Russell Wilson in that Super Bowl, he only rushed three times for 26 yards. Yeah. Was kick. So wasn't he, I mean, was he dual threat? Yeah, maybe, but um, the numbers maybe don't show it as much for that game. Um, versus week to week, Lamar Jackson is by far the best rusher on your team. Yeah, he'll rush for 100 yards in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he should. But um, So last pick, who do you got? Uh, I already gave mine. It's the double unit Niners. You've got to do your last pick. Oh, I got to do mine. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Cowboys at Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins minus one and a half. Dolphins minus one and a half. That's not too bad. So... The um, Cowboys are 7-0 at home and 3-4 and on the road. And um, on the road, they've lost to the Eagles, the Bills, and the Cardinals. And the teams, the three teams that they beat on the road, Panthers, Chargers, Giants. Mm, yeah. Not only that, Tyreek Hill should be coming back. He's going to try to get to the 2,000-yard mark. Um, especially with just the 16 games played. So I think they're going to be giving them the rock. I, I just don't see the Cowboys coming in and, and beating the uh, Dolphins on the road. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I I don't mind this. The, I don't trust the Dolphins as much as I did, I don't know, six weeks ago. You know, they just choked against the Titans at home. But they just beat Zach Wilson in the Jets. <laughs> yeah. They hurt me. So I'm, it's like these teams do this. They hurt me. And then the next week I take them. And then they still hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a double hurt. I considered taking the Cowboys or the Cowboys in a tease at the seven and a half. But you did a Cowboy in a tease, I thought, last week. I right? know. Yeah, I got scared off. Yeah, that didn't work because of last week. So I, I just passed on this game. So I, I don't mind your pick, but I'm not as confident in the Dolphins as, for example, the Colts. Because like the Cowboys are good; they could win that game, you know. Whereas the Colts are playing some crappy team that will probably win. Um, but, but watching the watching that Bills game, are the Cowboys actually good? Well, yeah, if you just focus on one game, no, they're not good. But looking at the whole season, yeah, they're good. I mean, yeah, maybe they are. They're sixth in DVOA. Uh, now Miami's fourth. Like, yeah, Miami should win. But Dallas isn't, no, you know, I don't think they're fraudulent. I I do agree with you that they're bad on the road. So that should lead towards the Dolphins. But I, I just, I get scared betting against good teams, you know, because good teams can always win. And um, so I guess, uh, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see. I could go, I could do bad this week. Looking at it, I have all favorites, which is never a good sign. I guess you have all favorites, but the Browns. So we're, we're kind of chalky this week. But, yeah. You know. So Cowboys, Rams right now would be the, uh, the playoff picture. Who would you take in that game right now? Oh, Cowboys, they're at home, right? Yeah, they would be at home. Yeah. Would you be a little scared for the Cowboys? Oh, for sure. I think they're Rams. betting that game. Yeah, the Rams are feisty. I may take the Rams on the spread, right? But money line, I'd probably do Cowboys. And then if they lose this, let's see, they would go down. Well, and if the Eagles won, 
I mean, they would they would be fifth, and then yeah, I guess they'd be playing the Bucks potentially. Huh? Would you take the Rams on that with the Cowboys at home? I don't know. I, I feel like yeah. I I feel like the Rams defense maybe isn't good enough. But offensively, I feel like the Rams should be able to put up points on the Cowboys. I would maybe I take the points on that, but I don't think I would take them straight up. Yeah, I mean it doesn't matter anyways. Whoever is just going to lose to the Niners, so <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, get your Steve Young jersey out for the playoffs. Yeah, I will. Uh, sign Steve Young jersey. Oh, I MVP. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know you had it signed. Okay. Yeah, it's signed. I have a signed uh, ball and a signed jersey. Okay, that's all. And awesome. the the uh, jersey I think says Super Bowl MVP. Is that what it says? Hmm. I don't know. Awesome. Oh no, it says Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Twenty two thousand five or two thousand fifteen. I don't remember. Hmm. It's in a box somewhere. But yeah, the the ball is cool. Except Hudson's like, hey, can we throw it around? I'm like, no, we're no, not throwing this ball around. No way. <laughs> yeah, it um, should be a good week. Um, one quick question. Who would you rather have, Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, if you're the Falcons next year? The Falcon? I'll take Justin Fields every day of the week, man. Zach Wilson is not good. He's had like two or three good games over the past three years. Uh at least Justin Field can just run the ball, you know. Zach Wilson can't do that, so I'll take Justin Fields. And they're they're similar passers in that they both stink, but Justin Fields can run. Yeah, I just don't know. And that that's when I looked at that dual threat quarterback thing. Was it just seemed like the career length of dual threat quarterbacks are just not as long. Um, I mean, well, that, I saw yeah, even that, Steve Young. I saw his last game. Poor guy. That's true, but I'd rather have you know seven years of Justin Fields than fourteen years of Zach Wilson. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he's not going to be fourteen years if he stinks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't just take an isolated stat like that. Like, you got to take the the better one that gives you more chances to win, even if he doesn't last as long, because the other guy's not going to last as long anyway. He's going to get cut. Oh man, I, I feel like I feel like if I'm the Falcons, I, I bet on Zach Wilson. I feel like you have enough view of who Justin Fields is, and I think he's good. I, but I don't think he's great. But I think Zach Wilson. I think you still don't know who he is. I think the Jets has just been so dysfunctional. The offensive coordinators have been very poor. Their play calling's been bad. Offensive line's been. St- terrible the receivers can't get open and you look at all that you say okay maybe he was just a bad system let's bring him in let's see if he actually stinks but i think justin fields i think you know you're going to get like a top 20 like somewhere in between that 15 to 20 quarterback he's never going to be like a top 10 and maybe to your point you could still get to the super bowl with that level of quarterback but are you going to get there consistently versus Zach Wilson? Maybe you're like, you know, he just had bad luck and let's just take a gamble. If it doesn't work, then, then at least then we'll have a high draft pick, you know, the following year. Yeah. I wouldn't. I versus mean, just, you're just going to be middle of the road. Like, are you ever going to be a top five team? No, but okay. Sure. Are you be a top 10? Like you're so, just going to be getting those, late first middle first round draft picks every year okay yes i thought you were asking who would i take if i wanted to win games well not, i think not, Zach Wilson, not who it's would like, i take if i wanted to tank and lose games? Well, <laughs> well i think zach wilson it's it just saying hey maybe you have a higher ceiling but let's find out and if you don't then at least now we could I think there's a good QB class in like two years also, you know, and then you go and you get one of those guys. Yeah. I would agree with you about the higher ceiling if this was one or two years ago, but we've had three years with Zach Wilson to show us that he has 
a higher ceiling. So I'm pretty, I would be pretty confident taking Justin Fields over him. Unless you're right. If I was trying to tank, then yeah, sure. I would take Zach Wilson. But uh, after three years, uh, you know, I've seen enough. I feel like I should be more on your side with getting beat last week on that on that double pick that I had with the well, he with the Jets. He didn't even play, so he it, didn't play. Yeah, that's true. And when he did play, he couldn't even see where the receivers are. Yeah, he had blurry vision. Yeah. Um. Huh. Yeah. Well, lots of off season topics to uh, cover this this off season. I'm sure. Um, any plans for? Christmas. Do you guys have any fun traditions? Uh, no, we don't. Just your normal tradition. Yeah, I don't think we have any interesting ones. Um, we're just here in Arizona and doing Christmas with the fam. Did you guys ever chop down a Christmas tree? No. Uh, my parents have a fake one, so oh, I'm cool. going to do that. What did you guys end up doing? Uh, well, we got that one at Lowe's, the oh, one that was oh, split yeah. halfway and got it for $25. Your buddies at Lowe's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, our sponsor, sponsor <laughs> on the uh, podcast. Um, yeah, no no big traditions. Um, growing up, we always ate raviolis on Christmas. That was always fun. Um, we do crepes. I feel like a lot of our, for, for breakfast, I feel like a lot of our traditions are more food-related. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Read like a book, kind of the same book I've read every single Christmas. What's we, the book? I think grow, growing up, I don't even remember what the book is now, the, the three trees or something. Like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen that. I, yeah. We used to have, I think I, I did that one at freshman year. I think that was my, it's, I, so I had done a proposal for to be in the talent show i said hey i'm going to read this book and then the feedback was things we're trying out but i think we're covered like we're we're good (laughs) i'm like okay cool guys that's cool and then no joke like the day before they come knocking on the door they say hey remember we kind of blew off for this uh would you mind doing that i'm like oh sure or maybe it's like the day of and I think they must have had people pull out. I don't know. So sure enough, it was at some like lodge. Do you remember that? There was like the the Christmas party. No. It was at some lodge of some sort. And then sure enough, I go and I sit on a chair and I read this book <laughs> for, I think it was like a multi, I, there was like, I think a couple of the wards there. I don't know. There was like probably three, 400 people. And I read this book and everyone's like, okay, cool. (laughs) I never, I never volunteered, volunteered to be in a talent show after that. (laughs) But, um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I read that book and then, um, I feel like I like to watch Charlie Brown, the, the Christmas movie. Okay. Charlie Brown Christmas. That's just like a classic. Um, but yeah, surprisingly, I'm not sick of uh, Christmas music so far this year. I've taken it easy. Mm-hmm. haven't gone hard on it. Tried to diversify my Christmas music. But I feel like every year it goes by faster and faster. Yeah, sorry to the 20th. We got we to gotta get some traditions going. Our kid's only one, so we probably have until next year to think of what, what are our family traditions going to be because, you know, he's not conscious this year, but... We got to get some stuff going for next year. Do you guys do gifts, you and Sue's? We used to, but this year we're just like, we don't want any stuff. We're just, our gifts this year are going to be experiences. So she may be able to hear me. So I'm not going to tell you what the gift is for her. But <laughs> it's just going to be a an experience. No, no, no more crap. We're sick of crap. Uh, yeah, that's fair. So what do you get? Get rid of crap. What are you getting? But Kelly? buy buy Lenovo laptops. <laughs> <laughs> you getting Kelly a Lenovo laptop? No, no, she doesn't want one. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think similar. Where you kind of get to this age where you could kind of buy whatever you want, and then you also have stuff, and it's like, why force myself to get something during the season? 
Yep. When, if I need something in a month, I'll buy it in a month. If I needed something three weeks ago, I bought it three weeks ago. Yep. So I, I think we, yeah, I feel like, yeah, as you get older, it's just like, yeah, just, just, just get what you want. Yep. That's where we're at. Um, well, awesome. We'll enjoy uh, Christmas. Hopefully uh, our Christmas evening is not spoiled by the 49ers losing this one. Yeah. But the, the advantage of having this late of a game, having the double and waiting until Christmas evening is you enjoy Christmas with the family. Your day's pretty much over. And then you find out at 11 o'clock whether or not you got your double. Yeah. I mean, heck, I may even be able to watch this game, at least for us. Christmas is mostly like Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. By Christmas day, night, like things have winded down, and that should be pretty chill. We can probably actually watch this game; it'll be fun. Do you guys ever? Yeah. What What does a typical Christmas day look like for you guys? Uh, depends on which family we're with. So for my family, it's open gifts in the morning. You know, have whatever French toast or something, and then. Yeah, do not. I don't know. Hang out in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, just kind of <laughs> sit around. Yeah, I mean, when we were kids, it was play with your toys in the afternoon. Yeah, uh, and then nighttime is yeah. I don't know, doing nothing. Probably watching the Ravens Niners. <laughs> so if <laughs> and if we're with her family, it's even less because there's less people, and uh, it's just so just sitting around, yeah. just sitting around watching football. So that's probably <laughs> what we'll be doing. Uh, what are you guys doing Christmas it's like, night? <laughs> it's like you look so forward to Christmas Day, and then um, well, I, um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like a lot. Now of... I did as a kid, right? but <laughs> yeah. now, well, it's I, true. I guess you probably do because your kids really like it. But my kids, yeah, still yeah, yeah exactly. That you, yeah, but then by by nine thirty, all the excitement's like you've kind of torn through all the excitement. You're yeah. like, he's, he's there, buddy. True. Slow down. We got to extend this. What's the uh, um, big ticket item for Hudson this year? What's he getting? Big, oh man. See, you know, he listens to our pod, so I got to, uh, I can't tell you, but I'll, I'll he, tell you next he week. He does, really? Yeah, he loves it. Is it like bedtime story? He gave us a five star review on our. Good for Hudson. He actually helped me with my picks this week. Okay. Uh, when he does help me, I do better. Okay. He pushes back on some of my ideas saying, why, why are you thinking that? And then I question myself. I'm like, yeah, good point. Why am I thinking that? I think he questioned my pick about the Jets last week. Okay. And he was right. Yeah, he was right. Yeah. So he's kind of my sounding board before I get on this. Well, that's awesome. I guess you have to tell me next week what he got. I'll have to add him to the podcast next year. Maybe I mean, he'll do better than you us. Can, you can tell me what Milo's <laughs> getting. Milo's not doesn't listen to the pod. Oh, yeah, Milo. So Milo's tough because we, we do have quite a few toys. And I think just with Hudson being eight, now we've got just toys. But it's not like like big toys. It'd be like little, I don't know, we have like 10 Hot Wheel cars. We have like those magnetic tiles. And then we have like a football. And like 90% of what he does is just that. Mm. Like Hudson's so creative and we'll make up all these like different like things like let's play football, let's tackle, let's throw this ball in like this funny way and, and dive and try to catch it. And then Milo just jumps in and does it. Um, and then, um, and then Hudson will be like, well, let's build with these tiles and build this track and race our cars. And then that's it. And the, for hours they could just play with these same things. So the hard part is like adding to that. You don't want to add to your point earlier. Just you're just adding crap and mm-hmm. more stuff. It's like you don't need it. He, he enjoys what we have, and so it was kind of tough because it's like, how do you add something? Give him the Christmas experience without like getting like more junk more crap. If you will. Yeah, more crap that he doesn't need. Doesn't want exactly. He's happy with what he has now. Like why introduce more stuff? So. Yeah, it's like trying to find that balancing line. I think it's just kind of, I, I think, I mean, yeah. So I think staying kind of within that that 
area of like, okay, cars, um, tiles, stuff forces you to use your brain and, and creativity. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's good stuff. We're, uh, yeah, I, we haven't got there yet, but we've talked about, I don't know how, how to do Christmas and not just load them up with crap. We're not there yet, but at least this year he's, uh, you know, he's simple, he's one and he just, he's getting a tissue box and he gets to pull all the tissue paper out of the box because we don't oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't let them i i assume your kids did this when they were young as well no they did it that's uh, funny yeah he'll just, so find... just give him a kleenex box and just be like go at it buddy yeah because we usually don't let so that's his present he gets a kleenex box and then there's a couple toys but the thing he's gonna like the most is a kleenex box you should put like a little like hot wheel at the bottom of the kleenex box or something yeah yeah. He gets through uh, two minutes of pulling all these tissues out, and then, wow. And then he's getting a... But then he's going to go to all the other Kleenex boxes and see if he can find that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a bad idea. Don't do that. Scratch that. Yeah. So. Uh, that's funny. Something uh, Kelly's sister does is they get three gifts, something you want, something you need, and something you read. Tough. That's a great idea. That kind of keeps it contained. I like that's that a it. Lot. Just three, right? Uh, don't no add on, no whatever. It's it's, and I, I'm like, I, I like that. I, I like, like that, that idea. I'm have to adopt that. So something you want, need, and read. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's a great tradition. I and mean, the, kid, I, yeah, the kids kind of know kid, that going in. We would get like, when I was a kid, we would get floss and toothpaste and deodorant for Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. Getting all that stuff in the, the stocking. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, that's, I got my deodorant for the year <laughs> in my stocking. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I got my shampoo and conditioner. Would your parents put, like, orange or grapefruit in the bottom of the stocking? So my parents didn't, but Kelly's did. So that's yeah. a tradition we've kind of kept up. So we still, we throw the oranges in. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Okay. But we, we, my parents were always very generous with gifts. So we always had a Christmas tree full of gifts. Stocking was never much of a focus. It was like, all right, let's get through this. And let's go to the tree, you know, see what we got. So yeah, it, it was always a special time growing up. Um, but yeah, it's like it's fun, kind of reliving that magic. Three yeah. kid. Yeah, it'll be good. And then cap it off with Ravens Niners. So cap it off with Ravens Niners. All right. Well, Merry Christmas to you, and uh, yeah, good luck this week. Minus the uh, picks that we don't have the same. So then, hopefully, I could catch up. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. I'll All right. It. We'll see. All you. Right. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.